Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of Color Outside the Lines. I'm really excited to welcome a special guest with me today, Amber Freeland. And Amber was my coach for, I guess, about the past year, which is really amazing. I can't believe it's been an entire year because I can remember the moment that we met each other and the moment that we first spoke and I decided to start coaching with you. And now Amber and I are working on a joint project together that we'll talk more about at the end of this episode. But before I introduce Amber, I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about why I invited her on here and the work that she does and that I now do because of her. I've hinted to it a little bit in some past episodes. Um, I've called it Mind Shift Energy Healing. And I've told you about it in in a couple of ways in the past episodes, but I haven't really explained what it is. And so today we're going to go in depth into what mind shift energy healing is and the impact that it has had on my life personally, the impact that it's had on Amber's life, and then the impact that it can have on your life as well. And so before we do that, I'm going to tell you how I got there because the story is so important. And I feel like there are so many women that have this same story. I talk to clients all the time who have this struggle of they've seen a lot of success. They've, they know how to be successful, but they aren't successful in a way that really lights their soul on fire. And so my story starts, it's not really the beginning, but part of my story was I was a virtual assistant starting back in 2013. And then a few years later, I decided to open my own virtual assistant firm and I hired virtual assistants and we very quickly um, started, we were on track to do six figures in our first year. And that was amazing. It was so exciting. And I was also completely miserable. And so is there anyone out there that can relate to that? Have you ever gotten to the point, Amber's raising her hand right now, for those of you that can't see her, it's like, have you ever gotten to the point where you've seen a level of success that you are so freaking pumped about? And then inside you just feel like this is not the thing and you feel hollow and you feel stressed and you feel like it's a struggle. And that's what happened with me. And so then I decided to shut that firm down. I was like, I can't do this. I can't keep going like this. I shut it down. And then I went into a pretty deep depression because I didn't really know what to do next. And I had this story. I had this belief that I was telling myself that this was the only way I could make money. The only way this was my skill set. This is what I was good at. This is what people knew me for. And this is the only way that I could make money. And that was very depressing because I didn't want to make money that way. (laughs) I didn't want to do it that way. Um, But I felt stuck and I, and I didn't know what to do, where to go next, the steps I should take. And so Um, Fast forward to 2020, the year we all had big shifts in our life, Mm -hmm. and I started getting introduced to this idea of um, subconscious reprogramming and just the subconscious in general. I never learned previously about the subconscious mind, how it impacts us, subconscious beliefs, anything like that. I started learning about that 
um, I became really, really interested in it. And I knew that subconscious reprogramming was the thing that I wanted to explore next. And wouldn't you know, by uh, definitely not by luck, right? It's by divine timing that Amber came into my life. And Amber offers this really incredible form of subconscious reprogramming, the most powerful form I have personally ever experienced and has now certified me in that form as well. And so we're going to talk about, we're going to pick the story up there and talk more about that. So Amber, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I woke up this morning and I, I said to myself, you know, which I, w- I really want to dive into this obviously throughout the show, but I, I, I like to say to myself, like, given that my reality, my future reality is, is here now, like, mm. what do I want to be? What would I do today? If everything was the way I already am manifesting actively creating in my life, what is it that I would, what I would do today? Yeah. Had all those amazing goals been hit, et cetera. And it's having conversations like this and sharing this beautiful work with the world. I love that. That's so amazing. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your background and how you got introduced to this work. Oh my goodness. That, how far back do I go? I've been been in online business now for seven years Mm -hmm. and I really honestly really struggled in my previous career. I know a lot, so many people can relate to that. You know, I just felt like I was locked up in a place that I had to follow everyone else's rules and, you know, sacrifice all of my time. And I had Mm -hmm. safety and security through that process. And I kind of took that for granted. Right. And I got this taste of entrepreneurship. And through my first taste of entrepreneurship, I met my husband, Christian, And he and I were both exploring these things, right? So it was back in 2007 that I first learned about the law of attraction, watched The Secret. I went through a really high-level leadership program at that time, a really transformational program way back at that time. So when I met Christian in 2015 and started on my first entrepreneurial journey that year, he had dabbled in those things too. And so we were having lots of conversations about how the world works and the universe and this secret reality and how our thoughts become things. And we were really exploring all of those things. And he enrolled in a program where he, he started working with his mentor that we originally learned this from, and he was, he was going through his own healing process, so to speak. It wasn't until a couple years later when we were selling coaching, we were selling low ticket offers. We were really getting into marketing and social media marketing and learning, you know, the online world of marketing. It wasn't until Christian and I realized like, it's not so easy to just put your work out there. And all of a sudden, all these people come to you and buy from you. And most people know you don't just build a website and all of a sudden everything starts selling. There's a strategy to that, right? But at the same time, as we were learning those things, we were realizing there's a deeper something to this that makes all of that stuff work. And so we decided to revisit all of this quantum healing technology. And we decided to really look at how we each were programmed around money and finances and how we were programmed around all things like freedom. What were the belief systems inside of us that were preventing us? from living a life of freedom, living an abundant life financially in all areas that would allow us to stop 
doing the work that we weren't fulfilled by. Just like you said, that was a business. But for us at that time, it was jobs. And we started looking at, okay, what's inside of us that's programmed us to believe that we either need to have these jobs to have the money that we need to survive or whatever, for whatever reason, we can't be successful in entrepreneurship. So we started to do even deeper work and become certified to help others do that after we finally broke through the barriers in our own business. And we invested in other coaches at that time too. We really made a quantum leap though, a few years back when we started to sell what we really wanted to. For us, it was shift from lower ticket to higher ticket. It's not that way for everyone, but it's that way for a lot of people and start to make sure that we had the belief systems in place that would allow us to sell that high ticket offer at a really high level often enough to create the wealth that we desired and then therefore deliver that in a way that helped our clients get the results that they really wanted and so all of this to say that it was this deeper work it was this mindset work it was the subconscious that really made the biggest difference for us when we had all the other tools in place putting this tool in place, utilizing this, healing the past was really what allowed all the other tools that we had to begin to work. Yeah. That's so amazing. I love that. So what about the subconscious? Like why does the subconscious affect all the other things so profoundly? Okay. What an amazing question. Ultimately it's to keep you safe. So let me explain what that means. The subconscious mind, as we've all heard of, and everybody like wonders, what is it? Where is it? Right. Well, where, where's your conscious mind? Is it, is it in between your ears? Like Mm -hmm. this is already an interesting topic to wrap our brain around. Right. So it's really important to look at the subconscious. The subconscious is, has gathered data for your whole life. And some would believe previous to this life and through family members and ancestral patterns, et cetera, depending on how far you want to go back with it. Regardless, it's gathered data, definitely from the time you were born until now. And mostly in that first seven years when you're really malleable, right? Uh And so little tiny things that happen to you can become embedded in your subconscious and your subconscious says, don't do that. That's dangerous. So for someone like me in this example with the job, my subconscious saw for 13 years that that career provided enough money to where I didn't have to ever worry about money. And so, ooh, entrepreneurship comes in, big, scary monster. That doesn't carry the same level of security that that job carried for me naturally. So my subconscious said, oh, be careful. Hold on a second. Wait a second. That might be dangerous. That's a really brief example. The cool thing is we have a way of testing for these beliefs that many doctors use, many chiropractors, naturopathic doctors. I can talk a little bit more about that in a moment. There's a way to find exactly what belief is hidden in someone's subconscious that could in fact be preventing them from going to the next level, preventing them from getting the result that they want. Or there could be a really important belief that someone needs to hold that they in fact do not hold yet, that they need to get to that next level. And we can test for all of those things. And so 
to answer your question, the really cool part is that the subconscious is actually, it resides in every single cell of our body. So we use our body to find those beliefs, but also we can recognize that the entire body is working to keep you safe. And most often that looks like preventing you from doing something new that could really change your life in a major way. Yeah. And that, you know, it's interesting because I even hear um, some of my clients say things like, well, I felt paralyzed, right? I felt paralyzed that I couldn't take the next action. And I feel like that's such an amazing way to describe what is actually happening in the subconscious is the subconscious is literally holding you back. And so, and it's, it can feel really confusing, right? And especially for those of you that have like hit certain levels of success, like I had with my business very quickly reached really good levels of success and then like, didn't know what to do next. And so then I went into this depression because I didn't, I didn't know what was going on with my subconscious. I didn't know what beliefs I was holding. I didn't know what was holding me back. All I knew was like, that hurts. And I don't want that thing, but I don't know what, I don't know what to do without that thing, right. Without the thing that I was supposed to be doing the thing that everybody knows me for the thing that I was really good at, right. What do I do? Who am I? How do I become something different? Or for some people, it might be, how do I hit that next level? Right. If you're hitting 10 K months right now, or if you are, um, you know, making a lot of money in a certain area, but you want to break into something else, like, how do you do that? with these subconscious beliefs that are you're holding on to, or I love that you said the beliefs that maybe you don't have about yourself to reach the next level. So are there like common beliefs that you have seen among entrepreneurs that like a lot of people either like struggle with this belief or a lot of people have this belief that's holding them back? Definitely. There's, uh, so the most common one, when we talk about this stuff, is like people think that they would have the belief money is evil, right? It's just like a really mm -hmm. common term. The funny thing is I, I don't see that very often. I see I mean, things like I cannot have both love and money. Oh, uh-huh. Because people feel like they don't feel like, let me be very clear. The subconscious feels like, or <laughs> holds the belief that, oh, I, if I, I'm a woman and if I become super successful in my business, my husband's going to feel um, quit and that somehow that's going to have a negative effect on my relationship. And then ultimately I'm going to lose my marriage. I mean, think about how easy that belief could prevent a woman from taking the action that she needs to, to get the results she wants in her business. Right. That's a big one. Point number two, there's three points here, three big ones. Point number two is future beliefs. So I like to take people to the place where they nail down on exactly, oh, yours is coming to me, Krista, exactly what action will you take when you hit this X goal, right? So when this client hits this amount of, of income per month, their next revenue goal, what are you going to do? And oftentimes it's like, take a trip here or go. It's a lot of times it's a trip or it's a large purchase. For some people, it's painting a room in their house and setting it up the way they wanted to making this beautiful sanctuary that they want, whatever that is buying a new car, right? There are 
what I've found 99.9% of the time is that there's a belief around that thing that they're going to do not being safe or not being a good idea for one reason or another. Usually it's safe. So the example of I'm going to travel, I'm going to take my family to Italy. Well, guess what? They hold the belief that it's not safe to go in an airplane. They hold the belief that Italy is dangerous or something like that. And because the subconscious knows that's the first thing you're going to do when you hit that goal, it needs to prevent you from hitting that goal because that would jeopardize your safety. It's a big thing. And people go for years, why can't I hit this goal? Why can't I, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? What do I need to do differently? Why can everyone else do this thing and hit this goal, but not me? And they have no idea that it's simply a safety belief around the first step that they're going to take when they do that thing. It makes it nearly impossible to ever achieve that thing. So that's point number two. Point number three is it sounds like a different topic, but it's this, it's, we do it the same exact way. And that is financial thermostats. So if someone's got a financial thermostat, if you look at your life as you're listening to this or watching this, look back on the last six months, look back on the last five years, even for some people, have you made about the same amount of money? And I know people take quantum leaps. I know you may have, you may be listening to this and just hit that massive revenue goal. But if you average out over a little bit of time, can you find a trend in your financials? Can you find your thermostat? Some people will go, okay, well, I've done six figures for the last five years. And some years that looked like consistent monthly revenue. And some years that looked like one big month followed by a few really slow months, but in the end it averages out. So you can kind of consciously look at your own financial thermostat. The cool thing is we can test and find your financial thermostat, but the most important part about all of it is that through this beautiful work, we can raise financial thermostats. And uh, Krista, I know you've experienced that. She's smiling for those of you. <laughs> We had to do it too. It was a big mm -hmm. part of why we were at the same level for so long. And so yeah. we can gradually raise someone's financial thermostat, for example, from 10K per month to 20K per month. We can then raise it again and we can work with the subconscious to bring in those beliefs that it's safe and that you know how to and that you know what it feels like and all all of these things around hitting that next level goal and make sure that your subconscious holds the beliefs that it's going to need to hold in order for you to achieve those next goals so to answer your question krista a lot of financial goals are wrapped around relationships future beliefs of what action you're going to take and also a lot of times it's just a low financial thermostat yeah. And just to go back to the financial thermostat really quickly, you know, when we, we talk a lot of times in my work about upper limits and, um, which is similar to financial thermostats, but it's also a thermostat for uh, like abundance and joy and love. And we all have like a thermometer that basically says like, oh my gosh, I, I've, I have this much joy in my life right now. Like I can't expand past that. Right. Like I, I have enough joy. I'm not going to allow any more in. And so this is kind of what Amber is talking about with the financial thermostat. It's like, oh, okay, look, I have this much money in my bank account. And when we tested my financial thermostat, it was 
much lower than what I would have expected. And I was actually making more money at the time than what my financial thermostat was, but I was never keeping it. It was not, I was always like spending it or I had something came up that I, you know, an emergency and we had to spend that money or whatever. Like there was, it was never, um, I never had that much money at one time. And so my thermostat was so much lower and that was very surprising to me. Um, but it wasn't surprising if you were to not know me and to just look at my finances right at that time. And so to me, it's just so fascinating to, and I hope as you guys are listening to this, you realize there's things going on that you may not even consciously realize that are the blocks that are holding you back. And so it's not because you're lazy or you're inconsistent, or if you could just figure this out, or if you could just be more of X, Y, and Z, whatever the thing that you are telling yourself that you're shaming yourself around and you're guilting yourself around, Mm. that may not actually be the thing because Mm -hmm. most of you that are listening to this are not lazy and you're not inconsistent and you are good hearted, heart centered people that are wanting to have an impact in this world and do something good for your families, do something good for the people that you work with and have like a beautiful impact on this world. And so I hope that this can feel encouraging to you because it was to me to realize that these beliefs are under the surface and they are the things that are affecting us on a day-to-day basis and keeping us from becoming all of ourselves, becoming our most true, authentic selves. And there are things that we have picked up from outside forces. That sounds a little dramatic, but outside influence (laughs) has, has told us you need to be scared of these things. You need to, you shouldn't trust this. You need to be scared of this. You need to do this this way. Right. And we believed it. Mm-hmm. And our and our subconscious believed it. And as we talked about in past episodes, it's because when you're younger, you have to believe it because you have you rely on other people for survival. And so you have to believe it because you need to survive. But now you get to rely on yourself for survival. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we can shift these beliefs and you can see massive growth. You can see massive impact happen really, really quickly because you're releasing those beliefs. And one of the things I love when we do this work is most people after we're done, we say, Oh, how do you feel? And they say, I feel so much lighter. Mm -hmm. And it's because you've been carrying this around. You've been carrying it in your body for so long and you don't have to carry it anymore and you can move into that next level. So one of the things that we also talk a lot about Amber is are these beliefs that if we go to the next level, and this is like, I feel like this is such a, this might be even more of a conscious belief that people have and they like consciously choose it. But if we go to the next level, then we have to sacrifice something. And usually that thing is freedom, right? Because many of us became entrepreneurs so that we could have freedom. And so if we go to the next level, then we're going to have to sacrifice freedom, And so do you find that a lot with entrepreneurs that you work with that it's like, oh, I'm going to stay where I am so that I don't have to sacrifice my freedom or maybe something else? Yeah. And I think that definitely like those aren't things that people usually consciously walk around thinking about. 
Yeah. Right? So I'd love to call everyone listening to really be honest with yourself right now. When you think about your next level goal that you're working towards, is that really what you want? Because what I find more than anything is that people usually want a lot more than they tell me initially that they want, but they're so afraid of what they're going to lose in the gap between what they say they want and what they really want. To your point, someone wants to hit a certain revenue goal, but they really like ultimately want like 10 times that much. But that feels like such a stretch to them. And it almost feels like even two, one of two things, hitting that big goal, like you said, is gonna take all their time, their energy, they're gonna lose their freedom, they're gonna lose something really big, or it's such a stretch and it's so outside right now that working towards it and failing to achieve it, it would be so painful that they'd rather just tell me this goal right here. And it's, it's so important to see that, guess what? If you, can, if you can envision this bigger goal, it can be true for you. That's the first thing. Like this level of belief that we all lack at the next level, we all go through it. You're, how can you believe it yet, really? It hasn't happened yet. But if you can see it, it can be achieved. Truly, in this day and age, like there is absolutely nothing that we couldn't do if we really wanted to and if we believed enough in it. And I feel like the gateway or one of the, the most simple ways to go from, hey, I have this small goal to actually, you know what, this is really what I want. Let's go for this instead. We have to look at the subconscious because chances are the subconscious is not supporting that big, bigger belief. You would have already hit it or you would have already run for it like crazy. There's a high, high, high probability that the subconscious is not set up to shoot for that bigger goal that you actually want. So instead, you're going to spend every day shooting for this lower goal, working towards this lower goal. And it's not really what fires you up the most inside. Not tapped in and tuned in to the energy that really supports people being magnetized to you because you're not really going for what you ultimately want. And this is why I really feel like it's so important to get the subconscious in alignment with that big goal, be honest with yourself consciously about what you really want and make sure that everything's in alignment, that you can hold that belief and run for that thing. Because the way that you exist on this planet and the energy that you exude when you live from that place, the amount of passion you wake up with in the morning to jump out of bed and do what you love because you're really going finally for what you really, really, really want is simply the energy that allows you to reach the people that you're meant to reach and finally serve the people that you're meant to serve. Yeah. Yeah. And just what I was thinking whenever you were saying that is that sometimes when we go for that smaller goal, we're resistant to it because we don't actually want it. And so it's like, sometimes I think we can have this thought of like, okay, well, I, I really want to, um, I really want to make 50 K a month, right? Like I want to have a coaching business and I want to make 50 K a month, but I haven't even made 10 K a month yet. Right. And so if I haven't made 10 K, then how could I possibly like, we, we feel like we have to stair step the goal Yes. when in reality, we're sitting here watching 
you know, hundreds of coaches that are making 50 K a month, every month. And we're like, well, I'm a coach and I want to do that too. Right. And I'm a, I'm a really good coach and I could really do that, you know? And so we're watching that and then we're, and then we're thinking, yeah, but I have to stair step my goals. And so I haven't even made, I haven't even made 10 K yet. So how could I make 50 K? Right. And, and so, but the reality is that if you're looking at that 50 K and then you're like, well, actually my goal is 10 K it's like, it's like you're, you feel disappointed by it. Right. And so then are you really going to bring that into your life when every time you think about that 10 K goal, you just feel disappointed by it? You know, that's what I was thinking about when you were saying that. Yeah, totally. And if, and that's exactly what I meant when I mentioned it and I hadn't thought about it this way, but back to the beginning of this conversation with the way my previous career was, I mean, if we really want to get down to the nitty gritty about it, I want to be a successful entrepreneur with a huge impact on the planet, yada, yada, yada. But if I were to not be in alignment with this and I said, but you know what? I'm just going to have this job because it pays my bills. So it's, it really is no different. Settling for a 10K business when you want a 50K business is the same as settling for a nine to five when you want a 10K business you are not going to wake up in the morning excited about doing that. You're not going to do your best. You're not going to look back on your life towards the end of your life, which I do all the time. And you're not going to be really, really pumped about what you did on this planet while you were here. Yeah. And it, and the other thing, at least in my experience with myself and then clients I've worked with is when they're in that situation it's, they can't even enjoy the place that they're in right now or the journey to get to the place they want to be because there's so much resentment about where they are. And, and I think the resentment is towards themselves really, right? Because it's like, why can't, why can't I get it together enough to go after what I really want? If I was just more of this, if I was just better at this, if I would just do this, right. And usually it comes in the form of like lazy, I hear the words lazy, inconsistent, and selfish all the time from particularly female. Yeah. Particularly from female entrepreneurs that if they go after their dreams, it's selfish because other people like their family will have to make sacrifices Mm -hmm. in their minds. Right. And then I, and then I find that the partners of female entrepreneurs Mm. are usually their biggest cheerleaders Yes, and they think that their partner is not going to be, I do this with Chris all the time, by the way, I go to him and I say, honey, I really want to make this big investment in my business, you know, and I, and I want him to tell me no, because I'm scared, right? (laughs) So I'm going to him to let him be the one that tells me no. And he's always like, wow, that sounds like that's really going to take you to the next level. You should definitely do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so, you know, I find that it's really, at least with the female entrepreneurs I've worked worked with, it's really the woman who is the one that's like holding herself back and feeling like she's taking something from the family. If she goes after her dreams, when in reality, the family is all in support of it. Right. Yep. So, and that's, and I think that's some generational subconscious beliefs that we're holding on to of women's roles and things that we were taught by our parents who were taught by their parents and, um, the place of a woman essentially, right. That is also drastically shifting here in this year of 2022. Mm -hmm. Definitely. 
Yeah. So really quickly, I just wanted to share one of my really big um, subconscious beliefs that as I was working with Amber, this came up for me and I didn't realize that I was doing this to myself. And this is, to me, this is the power of this work. And once you start to realize, like we talked about in the first episode, um, we talked about beliefs and we talk all the time about your thoughts, create your reality. And once you start to realize and really pay attention to those thoughts and understand how those are actually creating your reality, it's mind blowing. It's so crazy because you don't even realize you're thinking it when you start realizing you you're thinking it, and then you see the direct result of it. It's just fascinating. And so for me, I struggled to get my coaching business off the ground for a really long time, as you know, Amber. And even as we started working together, we were shifting all these beliefs and things were going really well. And I was starting to see some traction and that sort of thing. But I kept resisting a lot, uh, a lot of the pieces of it, right? Like I was resisting doing um, discovery calls and I was resisting doing different pieces. And I was also resisting the idea that it can be really easy. And Mm. part of the reason why I realized that I was resisting that because I would have, as we talked about, I would have these kind of really amazing months. And then I would have sort of like droughts afterwards. And it was kind of like, okay, well, why would I have this? Like, why, why, if I know that I could create this really easy, amazing month, then I would resist it for like three months afterwards. Why is that? Why would I do that? And I realized the belief that I held was it was a shaming belief. I was shaming myself because it was like, if I, if this is really that easy, why haven't I been doing it all along? And so I'm not going to allow this to be easy because then I'm going to feel bad (laughs) that I've struggled. And I, and then of course I've made my family struggle, which my family hasn't been struggling. They've been struggling in my mind. It's just me that's been struggling. Right. But I've, I've made everyone around me struggle for all this time. And I could have just been living an easy world and I chose not to. Right. So I made it, I made it like I, I was making a decision to struggle. Mm -hmm. And so instead of stopping the struggle and realizing we can, it can be easy. It can be flowy. It can come easily. I just decided to keep struggling. (laughs) I decided to continue the struggle to like prove myself right. Yep. And I think we do that so often, right? We pr- we try to prove ourselves right whenever something is hard. Success has to be really hard. Business has to be really hard, right? And we like prove ourselves right by making it hard. Yeah. And so I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about like moving into the next level and like how can it be easy and how can we allow it to be easy? Oh gosh, this is powerful stuff. You know, I think just recognizing that, like, let's really like scientifically dissect what's happening here. It's too painful to face the fact that you made it so hard. It's it's more painful to look at that and feel like you did something to make your life more difficult. It's more painful to look at that than to just keep going along the same path and, and believe deep down that you've pretty much got it figured out and this is good enough and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That's pretty fascinating, right? Yeah. So one of the fastest hacks for me (laughs) as my business has grown that I really had to embody that I think is relevant for this too, 
is like it's a really simple sim simple easy breezy energy of just like on to the next on to the next thing i've really had to over these years learn how to just let things go so that i could again maintain that level of vibrational frequency that allows me to live every single day knowing and i've said this so many times you will always work with the person that you're meant to work with always I have another motto here is that you can't say the wrong thing to the right person and you can't ever say the right thing to the wrong person. And I bring this up because I know that everyone on this journey, you're listening to this, you're growing a business, you're out there, you know, marketing yourself or, or you're in a relationship where you want to make it bigger and better. You can't ever really do the wrong thing. And what I've seen the most successful entrepreneurs do, what I've seen the most successful people in their marriages do, moms and dads do, in every facet of life is just let things go. And I, I, I want to like pause for a minute and, and hold this for a second because it's really, really, really important high up in business. You just literally don't have the time to think about something for five more minutes. You just can't. It's just that time does not exist. Like it's, you got to go do the next thing. And if you can just live, if you can just live every moment of your life like that, like how much farther would we get with everything, right? How much farther would we get with the things that we're doing online, with the things we're doing at home? you know, I make a mess, drop something on the floor or something crazy happens, just deal with it and move on. Yeah. Like there are just like my, a million moments per day where you get to choose how long am I going to sit with this? Or am I just going to move on to the next thing? Right. And the same goes for like launching a program. It doesn't go well. Okay, great. Let's do the next one. <laughs> you're doing sales calls or ha you're having conversations and maybe that doesn't go well. Okay, totally fine. Remembering that it's all exactly how it should be in the first place. Yeah. So you get to just let it go and be open to the gift. You don't have to sit and find the lesson in it. You get to be open to the gift. Like, so in this world of entrepreneurship, the most common example I can give you is a client that you wanted to work with, you don't get the opportunity to do that. And the best thing you can do is not sit and wonder what you did wrong or said wrong, or how can you learn until the next time, yada, yada, yada. It's like, that just takes up too much mental capacity, right? You have to just be grateful. Thank you so much. I know that I embodied whatever lesson I needed to. I don't have to think about it. And I get to just keep my vibration high and on to the next, right? And that that song comes in my head, that Jay-Z song, like yeah. on to the next, because I think this with everything that I do, really. Mm -hmm. And um, you get to be open to the magic. The message will be delivered to you. The you'll see it. And wouldn't you rather walk down the street tomorrow and meet someone for a reason that makes yesterday's problem make sense and just have your mind like totally blown and remember like oh my gosh i'm a human this life is so cool then like sit for an hour and try to figure it out for yourself yeah. 
you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, I wonder for those of you listening, like how would you show up if you knew that every interaction you had with someone was for a divine purpose? Like, how would you show up to those interactions and how would you, how would you like think about them afterwards and how would you take, take away, like you said, the magic from them, you know, and even if you don't like book that client or even if you don't land that deal or whatever it is that like was the intention of that conversation, what if, what if it is for something different or bigger or, and what if the intention of, of meeting people and interacting with other humans is just that you have this amazing energy. You have this amazing impact that you have wherever you go and you get the opportunity to share that in all ways, in all cases. Mm -hmm. And again, this is coming from, you know, I know that those of you listening are very heart centered and you're putting good out into the world. You're putting good intentions into the world and everything that you do. Yeah. And so the worry about, am I, am I bad? Am I doing the wrong thing? Did I say the wrong thing? It's as Amber saying, it's not something you need to worry about because yeah. you are, your intention with your being is goodness. Yeah. And I've had to work through this on a deep level. Like you're reminding me of some things and, yeah. and I'll go deep with this for a second because it seems relevant to the extent of like, I've had to work through a lot in my life of feeling like I said the wrong thing, like many, many times, um, to the point where I recognized it, that most in a level to a level that most people don't go through, especially with family, right? Not so much with clients or anything, but like with friends and family, like there've been so many circumstances where I've felt misunderstood or like, I don't know, just like I could have done something differently and left in and left an experience with another human feeling like I hope that they understand who I truly am and my intentions. Right. And gone through a lot of pain in my life around that, but I've recognized because not then I had seen that those tougher experiences in life sometimes allow people that you love to see things in a way that allows them to make changes in their life that like totally change the course of their life for the better. So I'm to the point where nothing is an accident. Everything is so perfect. Like I've said some embarrassing things. I've done some, I've just lived life to in a way that years back that was kind of hard, you know? And yet I've watched people take those lessons and come back to me later and say, thank you for crazy things that, you know, like that, and like from a really sincere, grateful place where tougher instances had really helped people so much. So I just want to mention it because if anyone is feeling that way, how you mentioned like bad or like they could have be doing better or something, I just want you to recognize that every single move you make and every single interaction that you have with other humans has a ripple effect that's far beyond what we can see. And you being authentically you, no matter what, is having a huge impact on the world that that you might not ever see. And every once in a while, you'll get to see because someone will care enough to tell you. And so if anyone's going through that or goes through that in the near future after listening to this, just remember that. Like, the gifts that you're giving on this planet come in all forms. And sometimes they don't always feel perfect while they're happening. Yeah. 
And, you know, just to like bring it back to the subconscious, you know, just like we have all of our subconscious beliefs that we may not even realize are there. So do the people that we're interacting with. Right. And they have, they have all of all maybe similar beliefs that we all carry as a society and then also their own stuff. Like we don't know all of the stuff that they've gone through and that the beliefs that they have picked up. And so when you're interacting with them, they're coming to you with those beliefs that may have nothing to do with you. That's right. And so to your point about the being your most authentic self, the best thing that you can do for this planet, for other humans is to continue to clean up your beliefs. is to continue to reach for higher beliefs, to continue to return to, I don't think that you become your best version self. I think you return to (laughs) your best version self. (laughs) And so if you can continue on that path of returning home to you and to who you were meant to be when you came, when you came to this planet, when you were born, who you were meant to be, if you can keep like your life's work is returning back to that person over and over and over and over again and getting closer and closer and closer. And then that is going, as Glennon Doyle says, liberation is never one-sided. And so as you become more free and authentic, everyone around you is going to as well. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. Yeah. I fully believe that. Yeah, me too. It's funny how we complicate life so much. <laughs> now that I'm listening to you say that, it's like, oh yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> that's the truth, Krista. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So if you guys have loved this and you are interested in cleaning up your subconscious beliefs and you want to learn more about this work, Amber has a really special offer, something her and I are working on together. But Amber, yes. if you'd like to tell us a little bit more about Millionaire Mindshift. Oh my gosh. So last year, my husband, Christian, who I mentioned, and I decided to do Millionaire Mindshift. It's a live event where we all convene together in a private session where we're able to utilize the technology that I mentioned today. We're able to find those beliefs and shift them. And Millionaire Mindshift is specifically designed is specifically revolves around the money beliefs, right? So we can do health beliefs, relationship beliefs, money beliefs, millionaire mind shift. Hence the name is obviously revolving around the beliefs that need to be released in order to continue making the money and creating the wealth that you desire and the beliefs that need to be a part of your subconscious so that you can step forward into making your first million, or if you've already achieved that, making your next million full of ease and flow. So Krista and I are hosting it this time. It's coming up in the next couple of weeks. The way that you register for that is by visiting themillionairemindshift.com. The word the in front of millionairemindshift.com. Cruise on over there. It'll be really easy to see right there on that page how you register. And we'll we'll see you behind the scenes because that's that's my favorite thing about it, Krista, is that we all do it together. So this isn't just a live that you watch, but we all actually get together and do this healing together. And I should mention some of the results in case you're curious, some of the things that happened after last time. And some of the things that have happened with our clients through this exact same work is sales 
smooth as butter after just things that you were trying to do all of a sudden becoming really, really easy to do people increasing the revenue, doubling, tripling, quadrupling revenue in one month flat. Um, if you're in real estate by any chance, you know, we have had some clients go on to sell much higher priced homes all of a sudden, really in any industry that you're in, the sales is going to get easier and the money coming in, regardless if it's from sales, it could be from gifts, it could be winning money. We've seen that too. Either way, if you're ready to make more money and you're ready to work with the subconscious on a deeper level, then Millionaire Mind Shift is for you. Amazing. I love it. And I'll put the link in the show notes so that you guys can easily go to that. This is going to be a really amazing way for you to get introduced to this work. And it's very, it's in a group. You can turn your camera off if you want to. It's like a really safe way. If you're kind of like, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure what are they talking about, right? This is an amazing way to get introduced to the work and to see, you can test it out, right? You can come in have these beliefs shifted and see what happens in your life. Mm -hmm. yes. So that's one of the things I love about this work so much is if you're skeptical about it, then come and see. And it's, it's so easily like proven once you experience it yourself, because you will, you will feel and see the massive shifts in your life. And so I would love to have you guys there. This will be my first public event. I've done um, the healing in private sessions and in private group sessions. And so this will be my first public event with Amber and I'm super excited about it. And then in Millionaire Mindshift, we will be introducing our new program together as well. So those of you that are there will get a little sneak peek into what we have been working on that we are super excited about. So Amber, thank you so much for coming on today, for sharing all of this. I hope that you guys really enjoyed having her and really understanding on a deeper level, the subconscious and how it affects everything that we do. And Amber, I would love if you have any closing thoughts for us, if you want to share those. Oh yeah. I just want to share. Thank you so much. The energy of this community is amazing. So I just want to share that, that big dream, anything that you want, on this planet anything that you want to experience while you're here is absolutely true and i would love to call everyone after you listen to this today to just sit in that place embody the way that you will feel when all of those things are achieved and begin living from that place because from what i've seen that's one of the fastest ways to call in that future reality amazing i love that okay so there's your homework <laughs> write down what you actually want, own the dreams that you want, and then mm -hmm. feel what that's going to feel like once you achieve it and then live from that place. What amazing homework. Yes. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been Krista and Amber. And until next time, we are reminding you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines. Mm -hmm.